Hi, I'm Jada. And I'm Cassidy. And this is Books with Benefits. This week we're talking about In the Weeds by B.K. Borison. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty good. We have, we have some thoughts about it. Yeah, I'm excited to share. Content warning. This podcast is not intended for anyone under the age of 18. Trigger warnings for In the Weeds include social anxiety. The following is the Goodreads summary. Evelyn St. James isn't the kind of woman you forget. Beckett Porter certainly hasn't. One incredible weekend in Maine and he's officially a man distracted. He's not unfamiliar with hot and heavy flings. He knows but Evie wove some sort of magic over him during their tumble in the sheets. He can't stop thinking about her laugh. Her hands pressed flat against his chest, her smiling mouth at his neck. Also, her eyes and her legs. So when she suddenly appears on his farm as part of a social media contest, he is confused. He had no idea that the sweet and sexy woman he met at a bar is actually a global phenomenon. Social media influencer in St. James. When she disappears again, Beckett resolves to finally forget her and move on. But Evelyn St. James has a problem. Feeling disconnected from her work and increasingly unhappy, she's trying to find her way back to something real. She returns to the last place she ever felt happy, Light Farms, in the tiny town of Inglewild. It has absolutely nothing to do with the hot farmer she spent two incredible nights with. Nothing at all. In the Weeds is a sweet and steamy second chance romance about finding your happiness. It features a grumpy farmer, a no-nonsense social media influencer, a small town of busybodies, and four very cute kittens. In the Weeds is a standalone romance and is part of the Love Light series. Lord have mercy. Julie! Lord have mercy, that was the longest motherfucking <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> It really was. I need air. It's like, <laughs> I need to come up for air, brother. I need... <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... Um, yeah, whenever I first read the synopsis, we know I was hesitant because for some reason, recently I've been kind of hesitant whenever I hear a social media influencer or... There's something about mm-hmm. that social media and then a, like a group person... That really hasn't been doing it for me recently. Yeah, that's But hard. don't let that deter you if you read that in this book and thought, ooh. I I don't know. I hadn't really read a whole lot like this until, uh, I don't even know if I would consider it the same thing, but like Merry Little Meet Cute, that one kind of had that same kind of oh, vibe. Yeah. Um, so I really just haven't had this experience yet, but I'm glad, I'm glad we read this one. Yeah, pretty good. Okay, should we do our ratings? Yeah, I guess we should get into it. Okay. So this is for In the Weeds by B.K. Borson. Um, Mm -hmm. Our overall rating. Um, I gave it a 3.5. What'd you give it? I gave it a 3.75. Oh. I haven't given a a between 0.5 and a 1, but I think this one deserved it. Yeah. Uh, 
I couldn't give it. I didn't feel justified giving a three point five. I also didn't feel I gave it a four. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. It got three point seven five. <laughs> I um. I don't know. I really enjoyed this book, but I felt like 3.5 was probably the best place for me because there were parts that I kind of had to push myself through it. It wasn't that I didn't like it. I just was kind of reaching a lull and like getting a little bored. So, um, yeah, but okay, let's, let's do our next one. Um, smut. What did you give it? Um, 0.5. What 0.5? 1.5. 1.5. Huh. What'd you give it? Two? A, a two three? Point, 2.5. Okay. Hmm. I mean, it's there. 1.5. It's just not like... Interesting. There. <laughs> okay, so... I mean, compared to... Like, when I think about some of the things I gave a three, I'm like, this is definitely a 1.5. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It doesn't happen very often. It's not super descriptive. Maybe I just so. liked the type of smut that was in it. It was good. I liked it. it. I mean. I do think it gave me a break from the really crazy stuff, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. What about fluff? What'd you give it? Um, I gave it a three. Oh, I gave it a four. Yeah. Uh, I don't find, like. It's decently. It's fluffy in the sense of like people performing actions that show that they care about other people, but the like fluffy language isn't used as much. That's true. Um, okay, and last but not least, what'd you give it for plot? Um, plot I gave it a three point five. I also gave it a three point five. Now tell me how you got a three point seven five and both your ratings are lower than mine for the other because two. Because if well, if the writing is really good, if we had a, a one for the writing, it would get like a 4.5. Well, maybe. We but we don't have one, one for that. Because, oh, you know, what? I'm a I'm a slut for the writing. That's that's kind of my thing. Yeah, I'm figuring <laughs> this out about the books. Shit. That you're making me read the. Yeah, I for pretty writing like it. Um, that's it for me. <laughs> that's it. That's like. End game right there. You are out of control. <laughs> I don't know. I think that it's hard because I appreciate the writing to some extent, but then at some point it just gets like too much, you know? Yeah, you're more of a plot person. Mm-hmm. And the characters, I... like if it's not pulling me in. Yeah. I mean, if you give me a really well like written book that I just think is pretty and very descriptive. I mean, you could be sitting in one room for the entire book and like I'm okay with that. I don't really care what's going to happen. <laughs> You're the worst. I just want to listen to it and read it. Like you can five pages describe to me like a cup of coffee and no, beautiful. No. <laughs> See, I would close the book. I'd be like I'm done. Love it. Okay, so if you're going to read this book, which I think we recommend it. I mean, it's... Yeah, I recommend it. So it's the middle book in uh, B.K. Borson's uh, Love Light series. The first one is actually a Christmas book. And looking back, I'm kind of wishing we had read that around yeah. Christmas time too. But um, I just didn't know anything about it until yeah. recently. Um, it's, a, it's a really great adult contemporary romance Yes. I don't really consider it a rom-com. It's re- I don't think it's really meant to be funny. No. But it 
it's it gives the best like adult vibes in a book that I've read in a while like comparatively to I mean some of the kind of similar like you might think like Merry Little Meet Cute it happened yeah. one summer um maybe even Love Hypothesis although Love Hypothesis isn't quite as bad as those other ones but <laughs> <laughs> um this one just the the vibes are there like it is truly an adult book it doesn't have some of these like angsty themes of some other books yeah I really appreciated the like just the adult relationship in this. it was good it like, was really good yeah yeah so if you're gonna read it which we recommend it um and you should so go do that now and come back and listen to what we think about it and see if you felt the same way Okay, so this book starts out with our sweet main character, Evie, um, and Beckett. He's the main guy. And Evie is kind of hitting this wall in her career. Um, it does. The book starts out with a flashback um, and kind of sends you back to when Evie and Beckett first met and, like, banged in a hotel room and, like, they didn't really know each other. And then... So Evie sees Beckett several months later at Lovelight Farms when she comes to do like some social media stuff there for her job and she like ignores him basically <laughs> and he's yeah. like, what the fuck? So it's a really weird interaction. Um, the very beginning of the book also is, is very confusing with the time jumps. Yeah, <laughs> super confusing. And if so we listen to this book um, yeah. and if you're listening to it, just be aware that it's going to be hard. It's probably to easier when you're physically reading it cuz it might give some kind of like an I indicator. But I would be reading and I'd be like, "Oh, wait. Like we we jumped again. <laughs> like what what time is it? Where are we?" It I'm, is I, it's hard. That's what that was one thing that I know both of us we kept like texting and talking to each other and being like, "What what has happened? Like where are we? Like what is going on?" Yeah, but that that gets over pretty fast. Probably the first 20 probably percent of the book is a little bit more womp womp, but it picks up after that. Yeah, it definitely picks up. Um, so Evie is a social media influencer, so to say. She does a lot of things for like small businesses and things like that on her social media. So she goes to Love Light Farms and sees Beckett and she's like, oh my God, I fucked this man. And she, so then she leaves. That's not even really part of the story, truly, um, because Several months after that, Evie is, like, realizing she's hitting a wall with her career. Um, and so she ends up deciding to take a break from work. And she's trying to figure out the place that she last remembered she was happy. And it was at Love Light Farms. So she goes back there, just unprompted, balls to the wall, just, like, yeets herself yeah. to Love Light Farms. Very interesting choice, too, whenever you think of, like, real choices people make. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But... I mean, Lovelight Farms is adorable. That mm -hmm. town is so cute. Yeah, I think I want to go there. <laughs> I want to live there. A little <laughs> town. And like growing up in a in a small town, I'm telling you, it it's they wrote small town really good. Right, yeah. Yeah. BK Borson did the small town life justice. Um like the phone tree, we'll talk about that, but <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's good. So yeah, they um so she goes back to Ingle Inglewild. Yeah. Inglewild. Inglewild. Um <laughs> so she goes back 
Um, she's trying to find somewhere to stay. The place that she would stay, like the cute little bed, bed and breakfast is full. Um, and so she goes back outside to like basically sleep in her car. And there's good old Beckett. Good old Beckett. He's got some cookies or something. Um, some shortbread cookies. Yeah, that aren't short Layla's. Yeah, stupid Beckett. Why are you eating <laughs> other cookies? Um, so, and she's like, it's super awkward. And then he invites her to stay at his house, which, of course, duh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she goes there. Um, the story kind of goes from there. Um, she's staying in the house. She's like settling into the community almost. Um, mm-hmm. And just kind of living life without any real obligations or responsibilities, which, girl, what a dream. <laughs> um, yeah. And the type of, like, social media influencer she is, so what she likes to do is, like, go to little mom-and-pop businesses and, like, shed light on them and, you know, yeah. post them on her social media and then, you know, that brings them business. So just – she's not, like, a Instagram model or anything. But <laughs> no, no, no. I, I wanted to bring up what yeah. she actually does. Yeah, <laughs> so she deals a lot with small businesses and all of that. But um, so she – is like helping people in the community out and she is, you know, kind of just living in Beckett's house. At first it's really awkward. He's like kind of refusing to like interact with her, which she's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? And she basically just like lays the law down. She's like, we're not, we're not doing that. Like, cause if we're going to do that, I'm going to find somewhere else to live. And so she even doesn't really know when she's going to leave. Um, so she interacts, of course, her and Beckett start, canoodling um yeah it takes i mean it takes takes a a long time yeah it takes a long time yeah um but it's it's a sweet story like leading up to that Um, it's all really sweet it's good like i've said the writing's really good yes (laughs) i will say hey i'll take the writing in this one it was pretty good um yeah this was on like when we think of writing that casty likes (laughs) this is like this like the beginning level where i'm like oh it like flagged in my mind it was good this is good writing yeah but then we can we can go up a lot farther (laughs) (laughs) like for instance this one very bottom gothicana is a little step up from this oh okay yeah and then a lot of the other things that i would reference jada has not read (laughs) yeah (laughs) and there's one i'm reading right now and i'm struggling okay um (laughs) but this book's writing was good um and it, yeah. I think too the the plot is fine, but I do think that the I like the interactions between the characters and those inner yeah. monologues. Um, it's more of a character driven writing book, yeah, for sure. It's not really a, a I mean, really nothing happens. No, it's a book. There uh, are a couple little things like she falls in a pond in the cold oh yeah, and, she falls in pond. and beckett is like taking care of her it's very very sexy but yeah. also like shouldn't be sexy like it's yeah. just beckett has nice. some like sensory problems mm-hmm. so he he you know has a hard time with like a lot of sound a lot of noise a lot of people so he has little earmuffs that it's so cute <laughs> he has a little duck yeah <laughs> i forget what like they named the duck. duck i forget i don't think they ended up name giving it a name i think he does at the end the cats are named after, uh, like the reindeer, the rain, like Santa's reindeer, because the Lovelight Farms is a Christmas tree farm, mm-hmm. um, and they do like summer crops and stuff too. Yeah, which is um, like when this is, book is taking place. And I think I'm sure the first book is cute too, because like just I'm the, sure it is. You're introduced to obviously who the first book is about. Yeah, all the characters and everyone like interacts so well. I love that like interaction between people and like 
those like when the when like Layla and Stella, right? Is that yeah? Yeah. Um, they come to like talk sense basically into Beckett, and they're like, "What are you, what are you doing? Like, are you okay?" Yeah. But also like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I really like yeah. that. Beckett also has a lot of tattoos because his younger sister Aww, wanted yeah. to be a tattoo artist, and so he let her tattoo him. I know it's very so sweet. cute. Um, really, though, like the biggest draw for me with this book though is how mature it is. Yeah. Something recently that I've come to realize that I, and I don't know if it's that I'm just reading a lot of books right now Yeah, that have this in it or what, but like when a guy, the inner monologue of this guy is like, Mm -hmm. I can't control myself. Mm -hmm. Like I, Mm -hmm. it, she makes it like hard for me to like do this or that or like see someone and my dick is so hard. (laughs) I'm like. What is like? What is wrong with you? Right, like, like we're are adults. You okay, there like, should never, ever, ever be an instance where you can't control yourself. If you want to know more of my thoughts on this, go listen to the Merry Little Meat Cute episode. <laughs> yeah, because that was bad. Oh man, I don't know that sh- that shit just drives me crazy. Yeah, I do. I agree with that. I think also we're we're like in our mid twenties, but like I think we've maybe reached that point of maturity that that's not appealing. Like that's no longer. Yeah. Or if you are writing that the character should be younger. We shouldn't be having like late twenties, early 30 characters who are with these urges. Yeah. And like that just can't control. Yeah. It's really, you know, Beckett is so, so sweet. The consent in this book is really, it's good consent. Yes. It's good. Um, I will say too, I think Beckett's like, inner monologue even about just wanting evie is so appropriate for like an adult and i love that like and he's genuine in it and he knows that like sometimes those thoughts aren't even appropriate like he's like i shouldn't be thinking this right now and like almost kind of like and he's like "Uh, let's not yeah which like good for beckett but i know yeah so that's that's the plot they they eventually you know kind of just fall in love and then Evie's there's a little bit of miscommunication. I was I was about to bring it up. I was gonna say there's one of the dumbest miscommunication tropes ever. But I think they acknowledge that it's dumb, which makes they it do. even it's better. Self aware. It was self aware. But I was I was just like, Are you kidding? Like, <laughs> are you being serious right now? Like why would she I don't know. She goes on a little trip, and, you know, he obviously has trauma from her leaving him because she has left every single time that she's right, come she's without, like, there. telling him. And so she's like, oh, you know, Beckett went away on a trip for a couple nights. This will be a great time for me to just go and, and leave, yeah, and do this interview. And sure, I'll leave a little a little note on the table. I won't, like, text him or call him <laughs> or anything. What is wrong with her? I mean, she's so stupid. There was, like, all the parts where, like, like he was calling and then she was calling him and like he wasn't answering and then like she had it was it was weird yeah it was very weird i was like that this isn't two and two is like equal and six right now and i'm confused <laughs> yeah that's not making sense <laughs> the math ain't math and brother <laughs> uh, it was yeah that was hard and there were a couple like really kind of i don't want to say heart-wrenching but they were really sad moments of like he knew that he could not be with her if she was going to keep leaving like and I think I yeah. appreciated that he knew that, but of course everything he kind of was out, like, but. "I didn't like, I don't just want pieces of her." But then at the end, he was like, "Oh, I'll take, I'll take whatever of her." Yeah, I'll get. take what I can get. Yeah, <laughs> which good for you, Beckett. Um, yeah, good for you. So yeah, that's uh, that's in the weeds um, with our sweet Evie and Beckett. Um, 
yeah, I think overall it was pretty good. Maybe we can share some of those sweet moments. and Yeah, we'll get into some, like, scenes that we liked. Really, I'm thinking of one, but we'll get into them. <laughs> okay, so, like, Goodread reviews um, for this one are pretty good. I was looking through those the other day, um, and there's one, like, the first one that pops up is hilarious. Because uh, someone says, Miss Burger King wrote the hell out of this romance. <laughs> and I just love that they call her Miss Burger King. <laughs> it really did, though. Like, this book has an average of uh, 4.06 on Goodreads, which is, Dang. is pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. A lot of Goodreads reviewers are a little vicious. Are there any specific scenes you want to talk about first? Um, I have some quotes. Um, This one's just, like, a lot of these are just cute because, I mean, there's a lot of cute quotes in this book. Yeah. Um, so this is Beckett talking and he was like, I know you came back here because you were looking for your happy, but Evie, you gave me mine while you were looking for yours. And I think it's only fair. I try to return the favor. I know it's so cute because like throughout the book, it's a thing where he'll ask her, like, did you find your happy today? It's really sweet. You know, that's cute as hell whenever I say that. (laughs) It's so cute. Oh, and another one's like. But that's the thing about happiness, I guess. You can show whatever you want to the world and not feel a lick of it inside yourself. Oh. Which I think that's a great quote for, I mean, like, social media. Like, she's a social media influencer. Like, yeah. you show the world whatever you want, but you might not feel any of the things that you're trying to portray to everyone. Right, on the inside. There was one um, that really struck me. It was towards the end. Um I didn't realize falling in love could be so simple. Bacon in a takeout container and earplugs in the bottom of a handbag. Like, oh, yeah, just these little things. Mm-hmm. So sweet. I know. They, they're, they should I read the sad one? Yes. <laughs> so in this part of the book, it's after Beckett has already told Evie, you know, skit, skedaddle, go do your own thing. Yeah, I'm not holding get you out back of here. here. Get out of here. <laughs> and so he's, you know, Beckett's just really going through it. He's having a hard time with this. He's just, you know, throwing himself into all these projects to, you know, try to keep himself busy. And he goes to fix his parents' porch. And he is like, he is the best brother and the best son ever, I yeah, swear. Yeah, Jesus. Like, he had dropped out of high school to, like, start working at the farm when where his dad got injured because his dad's now in a wheelchair. Like, oh, my God. And it was so sweet. But then his dad catches him there, and he's kind of, you know, like, talking to Beckett about what has happened. And he, you know, he's kind of getting at, you know, what Beckett views as love is, you know, like, letting her you know, go on her own way, do what she needs to do, like, without him. And so his dad says, I'm starting to think I made a mistake when I taught you how to love. If you think love means having to sacrifice bits of yourself to make someone else happy. If you are afraid to ask after what you want, maybe I did something wrong. And it was, I'm telling you, in the actual book, that part was like, oh, hell, I didn't see that. (laughs) Yeah. God. And it, I really think that relationship they have of, like, his dad's there, like, lets him do his own thing, but, like, then intervenes when necessary, like, Mm -hmm. it's needed, and I really appreciated that. And the part, like, one of my favorite parts of this book is, so, this is also after all that has happened, but before that quote that I just said happened, Beckett's out in the field digging all these holes for these trees, like, 
at like 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. or something. Something stupid. And, um, and then, what is his name? Um, Luca? What? Luca. Luca comes out and, you know, is talking to him and, you know, is just trying to, you know, kind of give him a little pep talk. Like, right, right. And then he starts digging the holes with them because they're digging holes for the trees. And then they had like a, like a dig day set, you know, the community comes and helps them dig for like a couple days. Yeah. But then all these cars start coming because everyone (laughs) is coming to help Beckett dig these holes at like 4 a.m. And when I tell you, I'm like sobbing. There is something, there is something about small town, just like when they're united, that does something to me. It's a visceral reaction. Oh, for sure. That's like that that community aspect of like everyone's coming together. Even if it's for something as small as like Beckett is sad. Like I yeah. know like that that is it's big to him. But like to other people, I'm sure they're just like, oh, you know. But then they come out and they help him. I know. It was, oh. it was, it was a lot. And they, so good. I'm sure they used a little phone tree. So the town has this phone yeah. tree that, you know, someone calls and then calls the next person and calls the next person and calls the next. Normally it's about like stupid, like, oh, did you see, you know, them kissing outside the post office? But- <laughs> <laughs> so there are like a few moments too that like even just the interactions between friends are mm-hmm. just, they're all very wholesome and sweet. Like, Layla, I think, knows that he's getting shortbread cookies, right? She knows that at the end. And, like, she just lets it happen because she's, like, she's not hurt by it. She just knows. she's baking him all kinds of things. Yes, it's so sweet. And they're bringing stuff to Beckett's house. And it's just that small town community feel. Um, And BK Borison does that so well. Oh, like, I like this quote, too. It's okay to want different things, she says. People change. You're allowed to change. Doing less doesn't make you less. Dang. And, uh, oh, and I, this one's funny. Never in my life have I been so turned on by parallel parking. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, good parallel parker, that make you pussy throb. That will make you pussy throb, bro. (laughs) That's like this one. There was another one. Um. It's it's interesting too because Beckett really is like to just about everyone else he's very stoic, um, uh-huh. and I think that that the parallel of him being comfortable enough to like interact with Evie and like be who he is with Evie is mm-hmm. really really sweet. Like, oh, this one um, from Beckett he says trying to be happy is like it's like telling a flower to bloom. He crosses his ankles and drags his palm against his stubble. You can't make yourself be happy, but you can be open to it. You can trust yourself enough to feel it when you stumble on it. Yeah. I remember listening to that one and liking it. So sweet. It is. It's just very sweet. It's a nice little read. Yeah. This would be a great summer read, too. Yes. An awesome summer read. Or even, like, fall. Fall. I was even thinking spring. Because, I mean, technically, anything, I think it takes but place in the spring. Anything but winter. Yeah, I fall into a frozen pond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it probably is spring <laughs> then. Yeah. fucked up. Yeah, because, like, all the things are just starting to bloom, I think. Yes. Like, then there's, um, like, it's so sweet. 
Did you find her happy today? I ground my teeth and shook my head. A quick jerk. No. He he had hummed once, head tilting to look out over the fields. You want a hug? And that had been its own sort of magic, hadn't it? He hadn't tried to fix it, just asked if he could hold me through it. Yeah. And at the very end, she's like, Becky, ask me. And then (laughs) he was like, did you find you're happy today, honey? Or like... Because I think that's what he calls it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and she's like, yes, I did. It's It was so cute. This is a good one, too. Um, this one is also from his dad uh, towards the end. And he says, sometimes love is greedy, kiddo. Sometimes it's a little bit selfish, too. Like, mm. very sweet. His dad's adorable. Uh, overall, I think it's super cute. Definitely recommend it. It's a good little read. I do think that... Mm. It's it's very well good little. It's long. Um, oh yeah, it is long. It's like four hundred, a little over four hundred pages. <laughs> that well, and I think that's why the first part. I will. The first part's slow. Yeah, it really is. It drags slow. for a little bit, and then once you kind of get into the characters, because I mean, really, nothing happens. In like this, no, this, no. Like there's no crazy events that happen. It's just kind of you know people living their lives i wish we saw a little bit more of the farm aspect of it i think i would have liked that more and like more of like beckett's work like the stuff he does or even like she talks about you know like going to the coffee shops and going to these little stores but i wish we got more of like her in them and like going about that i think that it's it's just an interesting like that the themes that follow through the whole book like that finding you're happy and like acknowledging that it doesn't have to be like anything extravagant to be you're happy like you can yeah it has a good message finding you're happy i did really like that yeah that's a good one and it's pretty realistic about finding you're happy too and i feel like he like beckett too does a good job of just kind of letting her do that Mm -hmm. and not like forcing things yeah, no manipulation happening here. Yeah, none of, no gaslighting. No gas. Don't gaslight me. <laughs> don't gaslight me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's pretty good. Um, we have some interesting stuff coming up. I think we're still doing. We've got more monster series coming at you. Um, yep. Next week is going to be the reek. Yep. Um, we're kind of tickled about that one. I think. I don't. I don't know. We're tickled. I'm tickled. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I'm tickled. <laughs> Jane by- is tickled. Cassie's unsure. <laughs> It really is. It's going to be good. Um, And we're going to keep up with the Monster Series. So Lily Main used to have a bunch of shorts on her website. um, But this upcoming year, she's putting them all together in a book. So um, this upcoming year. This year. Now. 2023. Um, So she's going to put all those together in a book. And we will eventually read the book of shorts and give that to you. Yeah, that'll be one episode. So, yeah. She's got several new books in the series coming out too yeah so. we're very excited yeah lore and lyric so Ooh. big things coming we're excited but yeah if you have any recommendations for the next few months let us know um we're open to more like this i think would be okay similar to mm-hmm. this yeah this um, is good or we haven't read we haven't read reverse harem in a while so that's true honestly i'm kind of down for anything of uh, I'm really into fantasy right now. Me too. So even like No Smut, like just a good cozy fantasy. Yeah, similar really vibes to Legends and Lattes would be good for me. Yeah. 
Oh, I love legends and lattes. I know. I'll post a picture on our Instagram, guys. I got a a really pretty copy of it. Um, I just love. Yeah, I got the, the little uh, Barnes and Noble exclusive edition of it. Look at that. So we'll post pictures of the copies we have, so we can share yep. those with you guys. Okay. Well, we'll be talking to y'all next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yes.